Hey guys, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor Nation. Bachelor Nation, welcome to the Men Tell All episode of Trust the Bachelor Process. You've got Sarah Franklin, that's Hi. me, <laughs> Alex Franklin. Hi. Um, so happy to have you. Is everyone having a nice week? Good, um, good. Um, all right, so we've got Men Tell All tonight, which I think is the best episode of every bachelor season i totally agree. i love it i always find the most joy out of it i laugh i'm like making a lot of those like oh noises <laughs> in my apartment well they all seem to really like each other yeah it's when so you it's get to, see to watch them, be, them friends. be friends um there's not much in housekeeping um i guess there was like a little bit of call out on instagram between shane uh no between dean, dean and, and rachel, rachel. Um, where some girl referred back to his, like, I guess a girl met him or whatever, and referred back to his, like, opening scene at last year's AFR when he met Rachel, and he said, I'm ready to go black and never go back. And some girl said, he went black, he came back, and it was a lot of drama, and Rachel called him out. Well, Dean said, LOL, your caption 100, and then Rachel (laughs) responded. She responded, he was sent back. He was sent back. He was sent, which was so perfect. I know. I we'll get into it, but I think Rachel killed it on Men Tell All. But yeah, do you have anything else to report? No, I'm ready to introduce our special guest. Yes, guys, we are so excited. Um, She is one third of the podcast Cardition It, and if you're in the LA area, you got to check out Sartisserie at UCB Franklin, where she's a performer. Please welcome Marcy Jerome. Hello. Marcy, thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Yes, we are pumped to have you. Oh, were you guys so happy that this bachelorette was not like five hours a week? (laughs) Oh, because sometimes it is right. Like sometimes the bachelor is like you got two episodes a week and those double hitters. I hate it. When we had to record that episode. I, it felt like we ran a marathon. Yeah, because we so you watch it. four hours. Yeah. Oh my god, it's rough. Also, I was thinking about next week. Mm-hmm. There's like, is it a two-hour episode next week? So what happens next week is two-hour episode, an hour of after the final rose, and then her and the winner are on Kimmel. Unnecessary. Yeah, it's very long. Two hours of just two men <laughs> pacing <laughs> around a hotel room. This I feel like. The- <laughs> <laughs> oh my. It's- Sitting they with are ne- just that the exact same true. scene with Neil Lane, they have done <laughs> almost thirty-five times now. I know they have. I Neil Lane. I feel like he actually was on the first season, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. That's it's it's too boring. I will not yeah. watch next week. Really? No. Nope. You don't want to know who wins? I always drop off. Oh, you <laughs> for the finale. <laughs> I always drop off. I'm like, well, I don't care because I never like the last two guys. 
it is boring. Nothing fun ever happens. We've been saying we need something awesome to happen, like in the final two. Like someone leaves her, or someone falls down a flight of stairs. Yeah, or someone just dies. Someone, yeah. yeah, someone just jumps right off. No, they've had suicides on Bachelor before, uh, not on uh, camera, but yeah, yeah off it's camera. Sad. Yeah. So I don't want to make a joke about anyone committing but suicide. Get but get creative with it. But yeah, a, a like I want, I want a shark attack, a maiming, something. She she picks the guy, and then yeah, he like it looks like they are in like a castle or something, and then he like falls down the flight of stairs, and he survives, but he loses his memory. But he lo- yeah. And she has to nurse him back Like while she's the breadwinner oh, No, wow. Yeah and see if you really like him then oh I would watch God. that for about an hour <laughs> and, and be happy um, Oh my god Do you have a favorite I mean even though you're not gonna I mean you'll probably pay of attention the three. In the tablet oh, Of the final three yeah. um, I guess Eric and I know that she won't pick mm-hmm. him I know I really like Eric a lot You know he seems like Yeah <sighs> He doesn't seem like on her level. No. At all. I know. Uh, but he seems like a cool and nice guy. Totally. Also, can I just say, I don't think Rachel seems nice. <laughs> Ooh. You, uh, I get it. Take. I mean, yeah, I understand where you're coming from for sure. I she's think she's not, awesome. She's great, but she's not like the sweetheart. No, 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 no. She's not. Even what you were saying earlier about the clap back about when you dump someone, you don't get to be mean to them. <laughs> oh, I know. Isn't that like I sort of a know. rule of thumb? Sent back. He was set, and she was like, she really held her own on this mental all. Like yeah. she was sass. She was like not like them like crying to her and like being like, oh, like you really hurt me. She was like. That's how this goes. Well, and then <laughs> yeah. we'll get to it later. Mostly, I was like, imp- like I started. I, I heard a rumor, like through production, that she wasn't nice. <gasps> um, like she wasn't very friendly to Juicy. crew. Oh, I heard that rumor. I, we have some rumor. intel that uh, hurts. Uh, but maybe, maybe you know, it's a high stress situation. A lot of forgiveness mm-hmm. can't like uh, as you know anyone who's pulling 12, 15, 18 hour days. Right. You know, having to be on it, it, it can get like, I will say that to anyone who's not in the industry at home, like it can get hard. Mm-hmm. So I can, I can forgive that. But then watching her talk to her parents when they didn't care for <laughs> Brian or, or her whole family, I was like, Oh, so you treat, okay. You're used to treating, you're used to like snapping people's heads off. Cause that yeah, was your yeah. on camera version of that. Right. So, you know, it's way worse. I feel normally. like, she, yeah, she like grew up in a house where everybody was really strong and really opinionated. And that kind of hardened her because while she is brilliant and awesome, like there's like, um, she's not necessarily warm, I guess. Is that no. the word I'm yeah. looking for? Yeah, I think that's right. I yeah. That's, I mean, that's why she's like a prosecutor and. Right. She's a lawyer. She's not going to necessarily be like this bubbly, little fun, like girl next door. I mean, I don't (laughs) think women need to be, though. No. Like, I thought she did a great job on Men Tell All. And I think she was like strong and she wasn't apologetic. And like, that's what was so great. Um, So, yeah, let's I say we get into it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Fuck politeness. (laughs) Oh, my mom said I had to stop cursing. Oh, sorry, mom, <laughs> but we are grown adults and we don't need to be polite. Uh, wait. Oh, wait. So actually, Marcy, what has your like your history been with? The, when did you start watching? Yeah, I think I started. It wasn't who was the bachelor before Emily Maynard or oh, or like goodness. to like whoever picked Emily Maynard that season. Uh, I think I started Brad watching. Womack? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's I started Brad. watching with Brad Womack. Um, Round two, Brad Womack. 
Oh, maybe it was. Maybe it was maybe before it was that. Round I'm one, a little Brad fuzzy Wilma. with that. Yeah. But Emily Maynard, that's far back. So I started. Wa- I didn't watch her. Like I think I watched for two. Like either for the the Bachelorette, the Bachelor before Emily Maynard, mm-hmm. because there was a gap before because she like was chosen and yeah. then yeah. became the Bachelorette like a season like you know whenever the next. Not the next cycle, but the next, right? Yes. There was a gap. Yes. Um, right. So I remember watching, yeah, the first time when she was on, because uh, my best friend from high school was living just far away and we didn't have anyone in common. So we had to talk bad about people on The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> so. I had a friend like that. It was yeah. just like we couldn't find any common ground. So it was just like, all we, right. We both watched that, we crap and we right. watched and uh, how uh, uh, and I'm, wait, Secret Life of the American Teenager. Oh, oh yeah, Shailene. Oh yeah, yeah. We watched those two shows to discuss every week. <laughs> that's great. That's what you need with a friend who lives far away, because it's not fun to listen to your friend vent about someone you don't know. Oh, I no. mean, it's fine, but like you can't. <laughs> I mean, friends come to me. No, but <laughs> I don't mind. I always like, uh, I love talking shit about anyone. Sorry, Same. mom. Um, <laughs> I love gossip. I text, our, mom. our sister is in high school, like early high school. She's going to be a sophomore. And I always, every time I talk to her, I'm like, who sucks? Like, who's a slut? Tell me. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> high school drama is scathing. It's crazy. Great. And uh, it's it's so enjoyable when you're not involved in it. Yeah. yeah. So I've been watching since then, but I yeah. remember I boycotted Emily Maynard as the Bachelorette. I thought she was too boring and I wouldn't watch. Wow. You know what? You're not the first who is not an Emily Maynard and, fan. And I have heard about Emily. Um, she kind of, she picked Jeff with one F that season. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> And he, I mean, he has since proven to be like a total douchebag, but apparently she kind of like cozied up to the producers and the executives that season and was like, okay, who has money? And just kind of like targeted that. Oh, did she marry him? Uh, she never no, married. Jeff. They didn't get married. Doesn't matter if they have money then. No, you don't get it. It doesn't. You get nothing. I know. Well, she ended up, what ended up. Does that surprise you though? From a, a girl who uh, had a, her origin story. Oh my it's god, so it was crazy! It's like poor single mom. It's like okay, yeah, absolutely. However, she was a teenager who was dating a race car driver. <laughs> Probably not legally. Got yeah, got knocked a up. Race. Then he died. And then she was like, "It's tragic." I was like, "I don't think they were dating that long." Like, I think it was like a oops. Yeah, uh, and she was really also crazy. after his money, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Now we know that for sure. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately for Emily, in this case, Jeff with one F like lied about his income. He didn't. It was kind of like a Jason Mesnick where it was just like <laughs> he said he had a lot of money, but like worked at a cell phone kiosk. It oh. was something <laughs> tragic like that. Um, a cell phone kiosk. OK, well, so we had a little. Emily, I'm trying oh, yeah. to think who was the bachelor. Oh my God. I cannot remember who it's was too the bachelor. Far back, yeah. It's so far. But you, so you've been with it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have a favorite season? Um, I really liked when Ashley was the bachelorette because oh, she was great. She was so insecure mm-hmm. and she it, usually <laughs> that role is a role of power and it wasn't for her. She was so insecure and she cried. Really and I loved Juan Pablo season. Oh, that oh, was my favorite season. That was so oh, fun. It was, was the most best fun. season. <laughs> yeah. When there's villains, it's really fun. I know. A villain the, as the bachelor. The bachelor. <laughs> yes. 
That's amazing. Well, this is a fun segue into Men Tell All because we got like the best trip down memory lane. I know. This, this show's is crazy. I loved it. That when they showed like, like, let's have a look at like past Men Tell Alls. I was like, this is like, this reminded me why I love this franchise. Yeah, well, I love <laughs> their, like, this is so their best moments. I want to be like, the best moment is certainly not Ashley and JP finding out the sex of oh their child. Oh my God, I totally wrote that down. So I was like, gross. that was no. so awkward. They, yeah, she gets an ultrasound on television. Uh, <laughs> we had JoJo and Chad. Oh, right. JoJo and Chad. JoJo was great because she was an empty vessel <laughs> she was the she was opposite of ashley <laughs> she was just a beautiful empty vessel jojo's <laughs> never thought anything she just is beautiful yeah i, I know. know i know and so were her men it was just a her a men were the, with chickens with their heads cut her off. men was the worst men i've ever yeah. seen on a bachelorette like like the, her crop oh, sucked yeah. It was rough. Never the garden protect your heart guy though. Yeah, yes, Casey. Casey. He sang. Casey but he wasn't Allie. that season though. He was he, Ali Fedotowski. Yes. He was like he, she kept he she always would sigh at him. We'd be like, oh, All right, we're gonna keep you. <laughs> but then she sent him and on, he'll be like, two Great, on one. Let me sing you a song. Yeah, he was like missing like forty percent of his hearing or something. <laughs> and he, yeah, he got a tattoo for I her. about that. Um, oh that my was- god! I forgot about the lie detector tests on Andy's season two, which right. was oh, I was like probably because she, nothing came of it and she <laughs> wouldn't look at them, so it didn't matter. She should have because Josh turned out to be a real bonehead. I know. I would have looked at them. Why else put them through the lie detector? I bet Andy and Josh physically fought once a week. Oh <laughs> yeah, right. She probably kicked his butt. Yeah, I, know. I bet he like like broke things and wanted to hit her oh, but it was like yeah. i know this will be in the tabloids i better wait to hit someone less famous josh is maybe my <laughs> least favorite person he's from bad. this franchise he's so <sighs> his face is just it's like a cartoon drawing of a ba- <laughs> yeah. of like a rude dude <laughs> totally he looks like they like uh like designed a douchebag in a lab like he looks yep. like he's and she made picked him so gross on her i well, know i feel similarly about brian this season Oh, with the cheek implants? Have you already talked about that? Yes, thank you for saying that, Marcy. (laughs) Apparently, we're not supposed to comment on his cheek implants. It's like cheek implant shaming, but I can just tell him they're not good. (laughs) No, because we can all tell. And why do you need them? I mean, I I get that cheek, like... uh, I think in Miami, it's just like culturally, like people are just really into the plastic surgery, kind of like out here, but... But yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, I think it's the same deal. Yeah. I just always assumed, um, and maybe this is my limited perspective, that like high cheekbones were a feminine feature, like culturally feminine, and they accentuated a woman's face. Like I never mm-hmm. thought to have like, I would never look at a man and be like, ooh, cheekbones. Jawline, maybe. <laughs> Jawline, maybe. I don't, yeah. Dora Mormont. Although I will say I didn't realize he had cheek implants until... Peter pointed it out. A f- yeah, a friend of mine pointed it out, and then I Googled it, and I was like, you're not the only person talking about this right now. Wow. Uh, and then remember Caitlin's slut-shaming? I know. Oh, my gosh. That I was know. rough. It was really rough, and but, like, awesome Sean B. came out and was like, I 
will kill those people on Twitter. He was awesome. He like totally had her back. I loved it. That was yeah. a tough season. I feel like that was a season that like I America kind of got on board with the franchise. Even people who were turned off by it because they just wanted to see this like girl put everybody like put America in its place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She killed. She's my favorite. season. Although she was that. a little boring when it came to it. Like she was better when she was on The Bachelor and then on The Bachelorette. It wasn't as fun to watch her. Right. Um, and then what else happened? Oh, Oh, they made it, she, her compete against Brit to even beat. Remember that? That, that was no. That brutal. was terrible. They've both like they've since come out and talked about like how much they hated it and like it's so bad they, on the Bachelor franchise. It was to do so that. bad. They basically told like both of them they had it, and then they were like, "All right, we're just gonna do this thing." And I guess Caitlyn was like really adamant. It was like, "I'm not doing it," but they convinced her. And I guess it worked out for her. Yeah. Brit better have gotten paid out. That's all I got to say. Oh, my God. Because maybe. those contracts, especially now, I mean, I think in the early days, like people who didn't negotiate your contracts, you got paid like 10. They got paid like 10 grand. But now you get like 100 grand. Yeah. For being the bachelorette. Yeah. What? I mean, it's a That's lot of. That's why Rachel afforded those watches. <laughs> Production <laughs> paper. Those watches. Didn't Brit just get married? Yeah, she did. well, yeah. she's engaged. I don't know if they got married. Maybe they got married already. What's mm. up with Caitlyn and uh, what's his Sean name? Sean B. They're still they're together? still very much together. Good. Very happy. Good. Um, I love, they're like my favorite couple to I ever know. come out of this. Uh, and she says that like they're, they're talking about their wedding for, I think it's been like held off because they've, for a while they wanted it to be on ABC because ABC will pay for it. Yeah. But it sounds like now she's like, you know what? I don't even care. And so they're just like going to do it without the whole televised thing. Also, ABC won't pay for it because she spoiled accidentally on Snapchat. Like she's still in trouble. Oh yeah. I forgot. She spoiled the winner. So they're mad at her. Oh, she snapped a picture thinking it was going to someone else and she put it on her story <laughs> and it was her and Sean in bed together. Oh, that's, I remember that. That was great. Yeah, that was Smoking awesome. Smoking guns. <laughs> and that was after reality Steve had predicted that she had picked no one. So she really could have, like they what? did a really good he job. He predicted no one? He's wrong a lot. Ugh. Who is reality Steve? What's his deal? Oh man. So he's just this guy that like started like he it started with Joe Millionaire and he there was like a Joe Millionaire thing that came out. <laughs> what a what <laughs> where for what a crazy <laughs> I know for oh. listeners who don't know Joe Millionaire is they uh had it's like a bachelor type show but they told all of the female contestants that he was a millionaire. In fact, he was not. He like was the guy that worked at a cell phone kiosk. And so at the end, once he picks a girl, then they tell her he's not actually a millionaire. That's so wrong. It's so Especially dumb. like right now in the news, there's that. Um, is it the Breakfast Club talking? They were talking about if um, if if they found out that the woman they were sleeping with was trans, like they would murder her. Like that's something they said on the as a joke. That was a breakfast. I don't know if it's like wow. uh, um, uh, Charlemagne, that guy. Yeah. Um, uh, my point is that I I think trans or not, that's not a big deal. But a poor person versus a rich person is a way bigger deal than someone's gender being well, because uh, <laughs> being uh, 
deceptive in some way. Right. Well, because like the, this person feels like they're living out their truth. Well, they are living out their truth. Well, it's just it's you're trans. being lied to about what you do for a living. The right. background you exactly. have, what you're going to do in the future. I like know, it totally. is the layer of lies that it entails is like crazy. It's crazy. Just compared to like how upset someone would get if they're like, what? You're actually not a, a cis woman. Like, which is <laughs> yeah. actually not a big deal because you can get all the parts you right, need. Well, you can. It doesn't right. matter. Gender's a construct. Uh, all this is fake, but money's real, baby. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. true. He started like recaps for Joe Millionaire and then like uh, he just like email him to his friends and then people were like, you've got to do this for The Bachelor and then it just blew up. Honestly, if you're just one of the first people to do anything sort of interesting, get ready for money. I know. That's so true. That's awesome. You just got to find something sort of interesting that you can do. Yeah. Have your own take on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, All right. Okay. The episode. I I know we talked about we. This is the best episode. It's the best the episode. It's so good. Uh, my favorite quote from this episode. I will say up top was "Well, bye." Oh boy. <laughs> came from Adam. Oh boy. I just I immediately was like, why is Dean wearing a camo tuxedo? <laughs> and Iggy's, I loved it. Iggy's outfit was also ridiculous. Iggy, oh, oh what? the pineapple Iggy. necklace. Iggy's so lucky that? he that slipped in. Pineapple. How did Iggy not get eliminated on night one? How did Iggy get in at all? I don't understand. Uh, it, yeah, his outfit was absurd. Absurd. No one cared for him. Also, DeMario, isn't that crazy that he was there when there's such a thick scandal surrounding him there that hasn't like been cleared no up? There was, no way he wasn't going to go. I, I know, think. but, yeah. like, it, like right? Because he was on Bachelor in Paradise mm-hmm. with the whole, like, yeah. rape allegations mm-hmm. from Corinne, and then ABC was like, no wrongdoing. Mm-hmm. Also, I think that's Wild. just because it was shot in Mexico, BTW. Oh, really? You think that they were able to get a la- around laws? I think the laws are different there, and if it's not happening on United States soil, there's no way anyone can prosecute. Holy wow. shit. And then they probably paid people out and told them, like, sign an NDA and shut up. Well, I was going to say I'm Corinne sure. got Marty Singer on the case, so he probably, like, squeezed some money out of everybody. I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm team Corinne on that, no oh, matter so what happens. So. Oh, no, totally, totally. Yeah. We, yeah, we love Corinne. We've been team Corinne since she was uh, yeah. humping Nick in a bouncy castle. <laughs> I, don't, I, didn't, I didn't like her early on, but then, like, once she, like, talked about, like, I think this has made me a feminist. Like, remember at the end, she's like, <laughs> I really learned a lot about myself. I was like, go, Corinne, I love you. I know. She was like, like I need a guy. Like, I need a guy Gross. to get me what I need I don't want to be like I love yeah. that it I was, was like <laughs> I'm so I love watching growth that's the only growth I've ever seen <laughs> I know uh, well growth, simulated growth on this episode growth was a huge Oof. let's get right into Lee well can we talk about well, Blake and Waboom first yes oh sure Lucas <laughs> and Blake I keep forgetting about them that- <laughs> fight was so good oh i rewound it so many times like what so lucas is waboom right yes Yes. and what is blake's problem of the two blake is the weird creep to me (laughs) i totally agree and it's like i don't know why he thinks he needs to take it upon himself to like call this guy out it's like okay we get it. He's a weirdo. Rachel's not a dummy. Yeah, it's like, who do you think you are saving here? Everyone knows what this guy's... Everyone's got this guy's number. When Waboom won the, like, Mila Kunis, Ashton Kutcher challenge, like, you could see, like, the disappointment in Rachel's face. She's like, great, we have to spend a couple more minutes together. I bet, I just imagine that, like, Blake has hated that guy Waboom for years. He has. Like, they have has a, they, their rival. They know yeah, each other. Yeah, that, like, they were... Because they were from the same hometown... 
And he was just like, God, that guy's he, probably because that guy does have like people like him or something. Right. Yeah. He was like the fun guy in college. So he was on like another podcast this week. And part what, of Boom me, or Blake? Blake. And I was just like, OK, how much of this? Because I mean, there's so much that doesn't get shown. Yeah. So I was like, well, how much of this is like he would go in his ITMs. And they would ask him about Waboom and he would just seem obsessive. And like, that's what they chose to show on the show. So part of me was just like, yeah, he seems literally obsessed with him, but I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Mm -hmm. He went on this podcast and he is literally obsessed (laughs) with Waboom. Like that actually is what he is like to the point where all the guys still hang out and he's still like, well, is Lucas going to be there? Well, (gasps) Lucas is not going to be there. Then I'm not going. My God. Oh, great. He probably was standing over his bed eating a banana. (laughs) (laughs) That is such a great Where are the ocular facts? (laughs) Uh, And then we have Demario, right? Yeah. So Demario said, they talked about Lexi. You know, Uh, can I just say, I think Demario really got under my skin because right now I feel like in life, me, some friends, everyone in the world has to deal with a Demario mm-hmm. who does not think anything he's doing is wrong. And that's what makes me hate him so I, much. You're so right. Demario right. has been like my biggest disappointment because when he was on the beginning of Rachel's season before he got sent home, I really liked him. Same. He was so fun. And like, I yeah, like I didn't really... Yeah, he was just fun. He was so cute, charming. And like, I really, really liked him. Even after he left. Does it sound like anyone you know <laughs> at home? Does it sound like anyone you know? I Do you know, know man? starts you know? off very fun, super charming. Like, what a complimenter. Makes it makes you feel like he really Attractive. likes you. I know. Oh, and then mm-hmm. fast forward. <laughs> he There's rape allegations against him. Well, or even just like backpedal. This I know because he clearly I he's just he's just a player because yes. to me and the way that he was describing Lexi because like when I saw the Lexi thing go down I was just like oh I don't think that they were in a relationship but then with the way he spoke about her and he so called her gross he called he's like a side chick. chick he called her we a, all have one a random ass chick yes he said so um, messed up. I text everybody because mm-hmm. they were like we saw the text he's like I text everyone it's like that's your problem dude yeah it's okay forget it she's not your girlfriend your problem is you text everyone in a way in which they think they have a relationship with you and then you go to their house take their keys and have sex with them yeah like, I don't know if it happened in that order <laughs> maybe you go to their house have sex with them then you take their take keys their I, I don't know or maybe I, I, I don't know I don't know how DeMario does it I don't know which order these ladies but I do feel like everyone has has had a DeMario experience unless oh. You, oh 100%. 100% and it was like this episode and we've like I feel like we've been like really careful treading this paradise thing because like uh it's all just so messy but then yeah this episode I was just like oh Demario yeah (laughs) every time he spoke I was like man come on I don't know what really happened in Mexico we probably will never never know. know yeah but I will say this he seems like the kind of guy who gets around on technicalities all damn day long oh I didn't even make that connection yeah but he's like technically you know like right by your logic yeah beyonce and i are dating where are the ocular <laughs> facts people are like what Ocu- <laughs> ocular facts <laughs> this does group he of mean men. like what someone would present in a war room <laughs> 
like when you have to prove that you're going to bomb somewhere, like you have to prove <laughs> ocular fat. Is that what he means? I don't understand. I don't know. I think he was just trying to sound. <laughs> he sounds like somebody who's like, who's really tapped into the zeitgeist. Like he talks about, like a lot about pop culture. Yeah. He was just like, oh, well, what's my version of fake news? Like ocular facts. <laughs> oh, like I need to come God. in with something. This man also has a very, this group of men has like a very wide vocabulary. We've seen a lot. Oh, can I just, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and make a race issue right now. Okay. The great. black men are very smart because they found the best of the best. Yeah. And then they I found know. whatever pretty boy, white boy. I know. But the black men are insanely articulate and, in, you know, and, and intelligent and yes. funny and charming. Mm-hmm. And, All of them. And like a night and mostly nice. And then. And then the white dudes are just like, Boop. <laughs> a hot dude from someone's hometown. Right. It, 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 it's, that is the divide. And, and that wow. is such like a, a really good insight. A really, you know, that is what you're watching. You are watching a little, when people talk about diversity hires and like, uh, like filling quotas, what you don't realize is the people of color who are getting those diversity spots are so much better than most white people who would normally get them anyway. That is beyond uh, yeah. true because, because they have to work twice so as much hard harder in order to get half. And so it's crazy that people yeah. like are like, they just get it because of diversity. It's like, you have no idea yeah, how no mediocre idea. white men have been getting along in this country. <laughs> right. The mediocrest of them all have been doing so well. Donald Trump is our president. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's Even- ever proof of that fact, just look at what's going on. <laughs> Right literally now. what's that guy who just got fired after 10 days mooch? The mooch. The mooch. oh my god i mean who, i actually think he's like a high it? he's probably not so bad i mean sure he left his he left his wife didn't see the birth of his child i think for a, for a white dude he's one of the better ones oh i don't like god. them they're bad white devil white de- i wrote down white devil white devil in my notes <laughs> right oh like i would like i think i was talking about lee when I called him the white devil. Oh, well, oh my God. It's he, it's crazy. I, I, in this episode and like, obviously watching like the men interact with him and like, they were actually all very supportive of him on social media. And I like wanted so badly to be like, okay, maybe people really can learn Corinne growth. Like yeah. maybe people can learn. This is probably the first time Lee has ever even been told he's like his views are arrogant and wrong and yeah like, he just like maybe this is the first time he's it's literally ever been realized by him and i, yeah. I hope that this is a growth opportunity but i, well, I hate his I, face. I will say he for the whole time he was on stage i was like you haven't learned anything you don't realize that this what you're doing is racism you don't really you don't well and that's the problem that's what anthony kept trying to point out to him uh, or i think it was josiah at the and, jo- and josiah, josiah finally got him to admit that it was racist. Yes. Like yeah. finally, but I mean, that's, we jumped way far ahead. Oh no, no that's okay. Uh, I also I wanted to say Josiah. that Iggy's a snitch. <laughs> Iggy is the one, when you don't have a personality, you just have to rely on talking shit on people in order to like prop yourself up in any way. The guys are all really good friends with him though. I think he might be fun, but he, he's probably like, uh, I, cause he's an ass kisser. He's like a yes man. Yeah. And then he turns on them so fast. He's a I snitch. Know. Iggy, you're a snitch. He was like uh, Lee's bestie for a minute there. I know. In the beginning. He's such a he's a two faced snitch, and guys don't know two faced as well as girls know. No, it's in our DNA. Like our intuition (laughs) is to be like 
that on. Yeah, we're always like, it. who's talking behind our back? And a guy doesn't mind it as much because they're like, oh, that's just, they, yeah, because it's not as like, it's not as much of a stereotype in dude culture as it is in like female, like, that. Right. you know, you got to watch out for two-faced people. Iggy is one of those people. Yeah. It, <laughs> he's, he's, we, we are, have always hated Iggy. From like the minute he stepped out of the uh, yeah, and he had the he audacity to wear that outfit, a pineapple <laughs> on a gold chain. Like, okay, he's from Hawaii, right? Is that it? Is he from Hawaii? Because I don't not, know. He I thought he was from Chicago. Him and Diggy are neighbors. If he's not like, if he doesn't have some kind of like Hawaiian background, <laughs> then that's insane. He needs to ex- explain. He I just assume from having a name like Iggy, I was like, it must be. I don't know. He's like a Pacific Islander. Maybe I he don't know. He still looked stupid. Yeah, yeah. It was still a ridiculous <laughs> outfit. I want to know. Has anyone ever talked about how Josiah looks? A, to me, it doesn't look like, but he reminds me so much of like uh, that Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, from the guy Get from Out. Get Out. I oh. we it has never been discussed on the pod, but he also when does. you are not of the same race, you're not allowed to say that other people of the same race look alike because people just think it's racism. But I compared. I like I like you did a side by side. I did a side by side. I was like, no, I'm right. Uh, <laughs> I'm not just racist. I am right. I'm not. I'm not just. Right. He really does go do a side by side comparison. I of see it. Daniel Kaluuya and uh, and Josiah because at first I was. Like, why is Josiah so hot to me? And then his personality got a little worse and worse uh, through, like, yeah. you know. And then I was like, oh, it's Aww. because he looks like the lead of Get Out. I like Josiah. I never thought he was really like right for Rachel, right, but yeah. I He's liked on her him. Level. I liked him as like a guy in the house bringing some yeah. laughs. Well, yeah. and his bloopers were hysterical so when he was eating all the, the food. food. He just uh, seems like an actual he, funny why guy. Why was he eating yeah. so many oysters? <laughs> because the food is free. Like, I know, but like, you were going to get sick. <laughs> he was like licking it's been the, the shell. Got sick. It's been like sitting out. Like, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> oysters already are like the most iffiest food you can eat. I had <laughs> the worst food poisoning of my life. Uh, From an oyster. Yeah, I was in New York at Acme Oyster House. So mm. I'll go ahead and put it out there. Oh, not, never went back. Uh, and I was taking a cab back to Brooklyn. And in the cab, I was like, Oh, oh, I'm no. going to throw up. Like <laughs> oh. I just left dinner. I was like, yeah, I'm going to puke. And then I was able to hold it. I have a magical sphincter <gasps> system in my body. That is a gift where yeah. I, can, I, I can't hold I, it. I, I, was, <laughs> I exploded <laughs> in a, uh, uh, hibachi chicken place. One oh, <laughs> uh, in the in the restaurant? <laughs> no, no, no. I I didn't do it like in the in my actual chair, but I came really close to it. And in the lift home, I, I was di- it was like literally I coming out t- of me. Once when I had my first migraine, I had like projectile vomiting, which happened oh, immediately. But uh, yeah, but like for I had. <laughs> <laughs> diary on stage recently oh, that no. I was able to hold on <gasps> to. I was, it was Mercy. like during an ass cat. So I like knew I had an intermission, but I was like, I got 15, 20 more minutes oh. before that intermission. And I was just like, you hold it. Did you, you just do every scene sitting down? I st- stayed <laughs> on the back line for a while. And then I was like, Oh, well, you gotta get out there. So I just was like holding on. Uh, and then I was able to like make it to the bathroom. Did any of your castmates have any idea that something was going on? No, no. Wow. Uh, but then as soon as the show was over, I was like, I gotta tell too many people about it. Everybody. That's like American hero status because I do not, you must have a really strong core. Yeah. I mean, I was just like clinching. So I, it's because I, 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 <laughs> I started taking medicine that may causes stomach problems mm-hmm. and I just need to change it up. But 
Uh, oh, it's no. been bad. Yeah, I'll change that. I'm going to. Yeah. Okay, good. It's not, it's not worth it. But I mean, I've been like, because my biggest nightmare is like, what happens one day? When you poop your pants in on pub- Ascat. In public, yeah. I was like, if, I, if I did a during, oh my God, I was like, John Gabris would never let me get this down. Um, but it was fine. It all worked out. Just like it worked out for Josiah. Josiah. <laughs> well, we don't know. We, we didn't see the I aftermath. Hope, yeah, I like Josiah. Uh, he seems fine I think yeah I think in a couple of years like give him a couple of years to, like be a player date around and then it's gonna he'll hit his mid-30s and then he'll feel like yeah he'll I'll be, be less gr- of a jerk then. he'll be great what if, what was the guy who knew who was her student Freddie P Freddie P I mean him. he just needed to be quiet <laughs> oh we loved it I know I but I was just it. like how dare you act like this woman you knew as a child you had some former like he, he was he, a weird he I, acted as yes, if they yes. had a connection it's like nasty well you know what I went back and thought about it because I was like there's gotta be somebody from my childhood that I like if like the opportunity presented itself that like they were on the bachelor and I was like single I was like I probably oh. would have like construed this whole thing in my brain as well right oh right? well maybe like, I just I, there's one in particular I'm thinking of from like grade school but she was like a significant amount older yeah, than him. Yeah, she was older than him. So I think <laughs> yeah. like the kind of entitled behavior of like, if I liked you, there must have been something between us. <laughs> yeah. It's like something that I really hate when I watch any of like the Bachelor shows. Anytime a girl's right. rejecting a guy in any way, mm-hmm. the guy always says, no, because I feel this way. You're just afraid of your feelings. Guys can't like they they never are able to handle the rejection. They're like You're she's afraid, afraid of her of feelings. Have you, do you guys want to talk about that? I, like, yes. I, we've heard it. We've been on totally. the other end of it. and we're just like, well, actually, we're quite in touch with our feelings. <laughs> yeah, I can tell you what I'm feeling at any given time, any given moment. But like, it, it's, it's just crawling rem- on my face right now. <laughs> it just reminded me of that typical like guy being like, if I like you, you must like. I don't know why you're running from yes. this. It's an e- yes. Their egos are so fragile. I don't want to generalize all guys. I do. Uh, <laughs> I'm not into them right now. I'm but, having uh, only white devil men. Uh, white, white devil, white devil, devil white devil. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> their, their egos are so fragile that they, they don't really know how to do it. So they have to like put them down in some way in order to like yeah, make themselves right. feel better. Cool. Like, we're just not doing a good job of holding men accountable for any of that stuff. Like even now right. you're making excuses well, for that because you're like, well, they don't, there's like, they could find out, they could figure out their feelings. They're grown up. I totally, totally get what you're they saying. They could go to therapy. Oh yes. Oh, I, uh, I love therapy more than anything. I that think everyone that's it. ever goes on this show there's should There's two things there. that need yeah. to happen. Um, I think that we need to be like assertive and less polite and like stand our ground. And Marcy, right. was, Marcy was my teacher at UCB <laughs> and she really, really helped me through this. And I recently got a note that I was playing like a dick in improv and I was like, <laughs> Yay. oh my God, Marcy would be so proud. <laughs> I mean, um, you know, you can go a little too far, you rain it back well, in. What, that's what, I was like, the pendulum needs to swing the other way yeah. in order for it to go back. And then secondly, I feel like we kind of have to like raise boys in a way um, where they are okay talking about feelings that they're not raising this like ultra masculine totally. culture because like what happens is and what they need to gain from therapy is they just sort of need to rewire their brains in the same way that we need to rewire our brains. Yeah. Also, it's just like crazy when like people have little boys and they're like, you're tough, tough, shake it off. You're like, there's a five-year-old. They're all stupid and cry. <laughs> like they're yeah. not tough. I know. Like, I don't know. It's like people like have these, like they start gender, like m- yeah, making gender assumptions about people so early and then, 
like being like this is just how you have to be i have a lot yes. of problems with that kind of stuff especially like with i i think i talked about it on a podcast you probably you might have heard it but i about like <laughs> yeah. i was like parents are parents of boys telling their sons not to rape girls because they because our parents all told us not to get raped right yes, they're all like this right. is the things you can do to make and, sure that it doesn't oh, happen yeah. they also did tell us you don't touch anybody without consent like oh, that yeah that was, was drilled into me by huge... my parents every teacher i've ever had every babysitter mm-hmm. <laughs> like you do not touch somebody i had a tickling problem and i got put my place <laughs> <laughs> I'm like you were told how to dress you were told right. how to right. travel in groups mm-hmm. cover your drink put don't your drink keys too much. between your hands and walk do in your you car think boys mm-hmm. were told like look for signals uh see if the woman is uncomfortable around you make sure you're not crossing boundaries they weren't told the flip side of our warnings yeah they don't know how scared we are all of the time. but their parents should know like I know. their mother yeah, should totally know right. but their mothers think not nah, my baby i know <laughs> he's oh, so sweet right? i know i know we gotta stop brian's mom babies. is definitely oh that. my god that. brian's mom's probably murdered women oh i know if any of brian's I bet girlfriends she's run are missing. over someone on purpose i swear <laughs> you can tell she's like hit a pedestrian <laughs> out of anger right <laughs> like you can tell she's like hit someone in a crosswalk because she and then was like sorry she is oh, the definition. So she is the definition of crime by passion. Uh, like, <laughs> like if any like ex boyfriends have gone missing opera. or Brian's ex girlfriends have gone missing, like every everyone just check in yeah. with each other. She's terrifying. <laughs> she really she's exactly is. the kind of person I would not want to marry into that family. No, that's it. Rachel should have run for the hills when she met that family. No, I, right? Well, she should have ran for the hills when they said the story about the ex girlfriend. They said my girlfriend broke up with. <laughs> me because my mother is crazy <laughs> no 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 and Rachel's like can't wait to meet her she's like she doesn't know crazy I will say I I think that Rachel did handle like the Freddie P thing well like yeah to your point like she she didn't say I'm sorry like yeah. she was just like okay I hear you like I appreciate our time together like I think that she did like a really good job of being like well that's like not my fault yeah but like but I think that might I think it was great in that instance and I think that's how she handles everything yeah I, I think, think she's right. like one of those. Well, that's not, I'm sorry. You feel that way, but that's not she's my problem. She's so unapologetic and it's great. Uh, Although she should apologize if she picks Brian. Cause that will be. <laughs> yeah. Who was it when she, when they were meeting her parents, she was basically like, don't be stupid. Or when she was meeting their parents or I forget what it was, but someone, my friend and I were like talking over Twitter with it. I like, think she, when she was meeting Eric's family, she was like, you can't freak out. Yeah. Cause then was I'm like, going to freak oh, out. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was like, at that moment I was like, she's not the nicest lady. <laughs> is she? There, there are a couple signs, but again, yeah, I'm great. Good. I'm still pro her. Great role model. I just, I, I can tell. I, I don't know. I'm like, I think she's cool. And I would hang out with her in a group and I would not ever text her one-on-one. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's, it's maybe like, don't you share your don't most intimate in thoughts with her. Yeah. yeah. She yawned at Adam when he was being vulnerable for the first time. It was the best. It was the best. He was like, are you, are you yawning? <laughs> she was so drunk at all those cocktail parties. She was just tired. Hung she's over. not sleeping she has to be on the schedule they have is crazy it, yeah. they sleep like three hours a night it's insane. they like they don't even film those cocktail parties so it's like dark really dark outside i know they so, go till the next yeah. day a lot. so that means they're not gonna start filming until 9 p.m 
Yeah. So they're not starting filming until 9 p.m. And then you know it's no less than a seven-hour shoot. Yeah. Do you think any of them are on Adderall? Hopefully. Probably a lot of that. I Hopefully. Would, I would think. I, see, <laughs> I know. I feel the same way. I, well, I just don't. I wouldn't know how you would be able to stay up for that long and be that alert. they're just doing coke. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Maybe. Because I just. they. That's the why people, they get kind of cuckoo. Right, you get the drunk. Caitlin probably was doing. Coke. Oh, Caitlin! <laughs> All the more power to you. Yeah. But um, like they um, camera will like concentrate on people who are shifty and like kind of drunk, yeah. like the contestants who are drunk. And it's like, yeah, if you're not doing Adderall, you're gonna get the drunk person at it. <laughs> yeah, you gotta you gotta watch That's out for that. For our listeners at home, yeah, if you don't want to seem too drunk, you better do some Adderall. <laughs> Anytime you're drinking. Does We're your mom care about that? About Adderall? Yes, she Who does. Who cares? <laughs> We're unapologetic grown-ups. We're Rachel's. <laughs> uh, Rachel girls. Um, should we talk about Kenny and Lena? I was yes. just going to say, we've got to get into Kenny. Well, first, I thought it was really cute when Diggy was like, why did you pick <laughs> Lee over me? Truly. <laughs> I, we so, loved Diggy. Diggy so has much. been my number one since day one. He's so cute. <laughs> He's so cute. And he, he, unlike freaking Iggy, has fabulous fashion. Oh, yeah. Diggy and he looks Iggy. so good. <laughs> are they buddies? They are best friends. They live they next door to each other and they're starting a company together. Yeah. Diggy and Iggy. Diggy mm-hmm. and That's Iggy. cute. It's so cute. I know. I'll get on board with their friendship. Um, I <laughs> I made a note that, of course, Demario and Lee would get along. They're birds <laughs> of a feather. I know, but That's then, what Jamie said. I'm shocked. I guess Demario was in Mexico when all of Lee's tweets came out because he was like, he stood up for Lee but then when the tweets came out he was like Lee what the heck is wrong with you <laughs> oh, yeah. I was like is this news I, <laughs> I, well I, I don't know I think he just was like now it's time for black mad okay I'll be black mad now like I, I, I just think he's like I that's the thing about Demario I think he's pl- he's playing both sides all the time I so yeah he totally is uh when it suits his agenda he yeah. can be like well Lee was there for me which you know, he could have been. But when the NAACP thing came up. Yeah. I Well, I mean, that needed to be called out. I Yeah. I, whenever. Right. I, not necessarily by Chris Harrison. You know, <laughs> I, the NAACP <laughs> tweet, I, I yeah, definitely is racist. It isn't the thing about Lee that bugged me the most, though. What bugged you the most? Him antagonizing all the black men in the house. All the yes. black men. He did nothing to the And then he was man. like, there are people here who aren't going to like me. And you knew he might as well have said the N word. Like yeah. well, the what, way he yeah. said people, people, it was so like, well, what did you guys think about um, like, cause Kenny came out and said it appeared racist to me. We also had the context of Lee's tweets for being on the outside, but Kenny specifically said it didn't feel like racism to me. Yes. He felt like he went when, in when Lee was t- in the house, when Lee was in the yeah. house. I think it's cause like what, what was going on between Kenny and Lee probably didn't feel, but when you could get the bird's eye view that viewers were getting of yeah. how, he was kind of not getting like the way he was behaving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To right. other guys. Right. Then it looked more racist. Well, it's also sure, like, yeah. obviously race played a huge issue, like, or, or played a huge part in this season. Um, but like, even like the stuff that he tweeted too, like, I mean, he needed to like learn this lesson, but he was like, they were like sexist tweets. They were homophobic. Oh, yeah. He had terrible, like homophobic yeah. tweets. Yeah. I mean, I there can't believe anybody, I can't believe anyone's going into like any kind of public sphere without deleting all their old tweets. I know. I know. It's, well, and this, I, it was just, 
he was apparently sought out. So um, I don't think he auditioned. Somebody I think found that him. Lee was put on the show so they could have the moment we saw at the mental yeah. hall. I don't that think, was yeah. why they put him in this here. This is a guy who doesn't really have any awareness. Or what does he do? He's a aspiring musician. He lives in Nashville. Mm. He's trying to make it. And so they knew he was kind of like, and some producer like got word of this guy. Well, these tweets like, were only a year ago. Like, how do yeah. you not see them? The second I meet well, someone, I read prior. your tweets. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it was, it's rough. Um, it was really tough. And I think what we were saying before, it's you, I am so like sick with the state of our world right now that yeah. when they started talking about the Kenny and Lee thing, I had this like huge pit in my stomach. I was like, Oh no, I don't, I don't, I'm scared. I don't want to see this play out. I did have like a thought though, that what I hoped, I hope that a lot of people who maybe don't realize they're, they hold a lot of similarities to Lee's thinking. Yeah. We're watching last because that's I a lot know. of, that's a lot of viewers in America who probably aren't, you know, as um, who probably don't have friends that are with different backgrounds. Right. Yeah. Who probably don't have friends that, like, you know, close friends, uh, some of uh, the, you know, people of color or, you know, I, I'm sure there are a lot of isolated, like, you know, what you think of people who don't think of themselves as races, but kind of aren't as welcoming to other cultures or are afraid of them. I bet a lot of those people were watching last night and I hope they had that moment where where he finally said, okay, it was racist. Yeah. Like when he finally, I was like, cause that's the thing. Yeah. When if they you, finally got right. to him. If you felt- don't like, if you can be like, I don't want it to be taken that way. I didn't mean it that way. It's like, da, 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 da. that's no, you don't fix racism by explaining how it wasn't racist. And, it, and, and anyone who says they're not racist is a liar. You're we're all born with this internalized racism. Uh, it's it's cultural, but I also think it's sort of like evolutionary in us that we all are trying to be with likes. That's a thing that just happens mm-hmm. in the world. Uh, and everyone is racist. Everyone has it. Like, it. And the best way I can describe it is like everyone has internalized misogyny in them. Right. Yeah. Like we all have mm-hmm. to check ourselves off. And now that we're aware of it, like when we're like, what is she wearing? You have to be like, nope, she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> right. Like those right. moments we've all yeah. checked ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, I'm sure even just like watching the bachelor, you have to really be like, not a whore. Not a whore. <laughs> so you're not, you're not, not a whore. whore, not a whore. <laughs> so like if we can admit that there's some internalized misogyny in us, then why can't we admit there's some internalized racism in us? And when it happens, say, yeah, that was misogynistic yeah, that thought was racist. It doesn't make me a racist person because I'm going to yeah. challenge it and I'm going to, and I'm going to not, I'm, I'm going to think about why I thought that way and then I'm going to try to do better. But in, yeah. if you don't ever admit that it's racist, then you never get to do better. Yeah. That's, I, I think it's because we don't talk about it. It's I'm, really hard to admit that you are racist. It's, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. Because yeah. if I asked either of you before saying that, if I were like, do you think you're racist? She'd be like, no. Right. Because it's the sure. worst thing you can admit to being. Of course. Even yeah. people who are in the KKK will probably not admit they're racist. Well, they just think that they're right. Like They don't like the word. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, I think the problem is, and I heard uh, Chelsea Handler, I watched her Netflix show, and they had like a, one of their table, conversa- table topic conversations about this. And Rashida Jones was just like, there's a difference between... Uh, young people in Germany and young people in America, young people in Germany are constantly talking about the Holocaust. They're so ashamed of their past and it's because they so desperately never want it to happen again. Yeah. Whereas here 
we like sweep it under the rug. Nobody talks about it. It's not a conversation that people have outwardly and candidly because they're so afraid of it. And they're also not opposed to it happening again. <laughs> like yeah. there's, yeah. um, I don't know. There's a lot that needs to be fixed. So maybe, maybe this was a step forward. I, I hate that they kind of tied it up in this nice bow. Like, well, we solved racism. Right. No, they right. didn't. Chris Harrison but solved racism. Maybe. Well, I feel like Josiah did. Because Josiah is the one that pushed him to like. No, Josiah was Josiah amazing. Um, so you know, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Oh yeah, Anthony. I really amazing. hope. Anthony, Anthony, God. Yeah. The second Anthony started talking, I was like, Rachel should have picked him. I, like, he's, oh my she God. had, uh, what we, did she do? None of us all had any idea that that was in, in Anthony, maybe because they didn't show us. They didn't but like, show us these amazing, well, he had Anthony a boring one-on-one -on -one date, but he, you could tell, I mean, he was very genuine and he felt yeah. very smart. And beautiful skin. Yeah. He also oh, was a Fulbright scholar. God. There's a lot going on with Anthony. Anthony's skin though perfect. was like. I mean, just like Flawless. I was like, his, he looks like any model, right? Yeah. 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 Tall, fit. Yeah. 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 Um, IMG, get on that, baby. I can't <laughs> believe the second he stood up, I was like, oh, this is so stupid. Rachel sent this guy home. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I think Rachel, I, 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 I'm going to go ahead and say something terrible. I think she only kept Eric around because she knew she couldn't not have any black men. Well, she said that. Well, and she's admitted to how much pressure that she has felt. Yeah. Given her race and who she needed to keep around. Uh, I mean, that's something she said. Yeah. 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 And I, but I think she really sent like some really special people home because she doesn't, she didn't like black men as much. Well, apparently Could she be. likes hipsters. <laughs> hipsters. That's her yeah, deal. That's her deal. That's her type. Okay. Which is. Peter, but not necessarily Brian. Peter doesn't like her. Rachel does, <laughs> I know. Rachel does not have good taste in men. No, because you know, most women don't, though. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. You know, I get it. Like, I, I, yeah, you're But she had some really good. I, I, she had such People knock on guys. these guys. I like them. I, anyone, anyone that says that, like, Caitlyn's men, JoJo's men were better than Rachel's. Uh, I, uh, I can't. I have no I have nothing word. to say to you. <laughs> Look at what happened that night. Like on yeah. Mental All, Rachel's men were fabulous with a couple of bad apples, but that's yeah. in any group of 30 people. Yeah. <laughs> there were a couple people they casted as characters, but that's just because they needed to produce a television show. Yeah. You know, I think even more than like Lee's like racism angle, I hate the agent of chaos bullshit thing that he had going on. Oh, well that was so oh, ridiculous. Well, it was He's so like, I'm just here to make people uh, react. It's like, shut up. He was like a little, like he little fingerish bitch. Like <laughs> he, he like, would think like, of like, that's like a Spencer Pratt type thing oh, or like, oh. it's like that kind of like, I'm just making yes. people think. Also, if you have I'm just not, if you have not watched Spencer, Spencer, Spidey, Spencer Pratt and Heidi Montag talking Spidey. to Alex Jones, they did an interview. Alex Jones, you know who that is? No. He is a, he's a right wing conspiracy theorist. What? He's always talking about the new world order and it is a crazy interview. They happen. They like, it's Wild. Will it Go, stress me out or will it be like a treat myself? Thing? Oh, I, I enjoy it. It was a real little, it was a little snack for me. Okay, cool. Uh, Maybe I'll crack open some wine, eat some popcorn. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's like a 30 minute interview and it's Alex Jones and Spidey and it's great. Um, <laughs> but they talk about the New World Order so much. You're like, what? <laughs> okay, I guess that could be real. I don't know. I love this comparison. Lee is so Spencer Pratt. 
He is. Oh my god. Yeah. It's right. Like that kind of like I know my role. Yes. I'm gonna go cause chaos. Oh. It, well, and it's like it's like when you go. I'm spending a lot of time at the dog cafe, which is a um like a place where you can hang out with puppies and possibly adopt them and um, get coffee and get coffee. It's not the best coffee. It's not the best, but all of the money yeah. goes in back into the shelter. Honestly, right. it's really hard to drink coffee and like pet a dog. <laughs> oh yeah, I know. I end up just like not getting it, or I get a water. But there was this one little like terror who like goes up and bites everyone's ankles and then like runs away. (laughs) And I was just like, that's like literally what Lee would do. Like he would bite their ankles and then like go to Rachel and be like, Rachel. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Are you you getting a job? Am I what? I mean, a dog. Are you getting a dog? (laughs) It's like a job at the dog. uh, You should. It'd be great. I, I think about it every day. Yeah. Do you have one? I found a cat. Yes. Yeah. In March, I found a cat on the street. And now he ruins my life. Oh, <laughs> he's a teenager. He's like a bad teenager, right? Yeah, I was like, hey, come here. Because uh, he's like so- a little kitten, kind of. Oh. Not tiny, but he was like, he was probably like six months-ish when I found him and just like emaciated. Um, and then I was like, come follow me home. And he did. And then I was like, well, I guess I have a cat now. <laughs> Their cats are hard with like, they scratch up everything. He scratches up everything. And he like truly like thinks he owns the place. <laughs> oh, a little alpha. He sleeps on his back with his legs spread in every direction. <laughs> like he can That's take up amazing. my whole bed. Oh, what does he look God. like? He's a little black cat. Oh, I love little black cats. I know. Me too. Bo. I just want a pet. Like, Oh, is it, it nice was, taking care of something? Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, I, I adore him. I like, I'm mm-hmm. obsessed with him. Like yeah. this morning, he walked into my room, walked. I was sitting on my bed, like looking at my phone. He walked around me in circles twice, and then fell on his side and attacked me, like, <laughs> like just like put all of his claws around my legs. Not to, didn't hurt me, but just like ah, like and like was like like ears back. And I was like, what is your problem? And I was like, he's getting so violent and aggressive. And then my therapy is that I kiss him a lot. Then oh. like, have you ever heard this? Like with like uh, parents of like sociopathic children? No. So like oh. when kids are like diagnosed early, like when because they can start seeing signs of psychopathy <gasps> in children kind of early, but it wow. can look like a lot of things. It can look like mm. autism or like, you know, but if the child's like violent or whatever, like usually what happens is the parents eventually distance themselves because mm-hmm. the kid is being violent. Right. They're attacking. Yeah. And so like the, the just naturally what happens is they yeah, grow kind of distant and colder to the child. And then that kind of reinforces that isolation kind of aggressive Towards it. So what you do with a, a kid who's exhibiting violent behavior is they do like hug therapy or Aww. or like they're overly, you know, they just they, they do more love instead of less love um, yeah. because that's like the only way to fight. It. And that's what I'm doing with my cat. So when he <laughs> attacks me, I pick him up, hold him like a baby and kiss his face. And he puts both <laughs> paws on me like, go away. <laughs> he puts both paws on my face. Is that what Lee needed? He needed a big group hug from all those guys. Yeah, there. Yeah. I actually okay. do think, cause yeah. when you saw them sort of being like, thank you, like, thank you mm-hmm. for apologizing and we can be cool. You saw Lee sort of soften. Oh my God. He like teared up. And, th- and like in that moment, I was like, people can change people. Well, do you grow. think there's hope for Lee? Cause I, yeah. I, I think would so really too. like to think so. Yeah. I, yeah. He's, He's trying to be something he's not a, like, he's not like a sociopath. He's an, he's just like a dumb asshole, but yeah. like who he's also he, a product of his environment, yeah. I think. And like, he was able, like everything Rachel said was right. Like he entered a 
completely new world that he's never been in before. And like, it was rough when he was in it, but like, I like it really feels like he is learning (laughs) or trying. I I feel like for my own sake, for like my own like faith in humanity, I need to believe that he's on a pathway. Yeah. His trajectory is upward. I think because he was able to admit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that was racist. I must say that was a pretty powerful moment having it the tweets really and then was. having all these like brilliant men just like sit there. It was just like you have to look at all of these guys who are like mentally superior to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's hard that- to be a white supremacist when you're like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Everybody. They're all using words like ocular. Duplicity. De- Demario <laughs> uh, is really putting him in his place. Oh, the God. There were some funny moments where like Waboom would be defending like Josiah or Anthony and you could just see them being like, stop it. <laughs> Wasn't Waboom the one that was like, shut up, Dean? Yeah. <laughs> Dean was like, what? <laughs> he was like, he doesn't get to talk to me that way, does he, guys? Does anyone going to handle him? Who did Waboom call a joke? I don't know. Oh, Iggy? He, he might have Probably. called. I think he called Iggy a joke and he was like, okay. That I, actually I know I like Waboom. Well, I know that Iggy's at the bottom but he's bottom. not that low down <laughs> right, right yeah no, not a um, total joke and then we had our perfect kenny okay i don't want him to be the bachelor Listen. and i feel like they're propping him up to be. i know i'm really all you don't want him to be the bachelor no, <gasps> no i don't Marcy, want anyone he can't i love kenny i want him to find love real and wife. happiness <laughs> he doesn't he could not handle being away from his daughter maybe he they'll let her really, stay no don't explain her well, I have a weird thing with people and kids. Yeah. Also, she's not a kid. She is a 30 year old woman. <laughs> they keep telling us that they keep trying to get us to believe she's that she's a 10 year old girl. She's 10. They told us she's 10. She got big tits. <laughs> I know. She has this rocking bot. She's beautiful. She's smart. She's like, she was she's like. She's not awkward either. Not awkward. They she, said she's 10 years old. He yeah. said no way. she's 10 years old. And I was maybe like. Maybe he just doesn't know. My dad doesn't know how old I am. Maybe he just doesn't, you know. Uh, Although when they said they were going to Disney, I was like, that's the best. I, and she truly did seem excited. I know. Wait, you guys don't love Kenny, though? We no, do love we Kenny. We love Kenny. I love Kenny. We love Kenny. I want Kenny to have a really happy, like, fulfilling life. And I don't think the bachelor, him being the bachelor will do that. Yeah. I, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. not going to help any, yeah, anyone. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. But I, I just want better for him. I know, but they really felt like they were gearing him up to be the bachelor. Yeah, this. dude, they were this like, was his show, man. And he was, was a, it, he was adorable. I was in love. Like I, I went on the journey. I was in love by the end. Uh, three people we didn't hear from. <laughs> Alex, another oh. perfect person. Wait, they are saying she's 10. Marcy's looking up. Right? There's she's no way. There's no way. I don't think. They're like, she's 10, but she's not 10. It's like, yeah, because she's not 10. Because she's not 10. She's almost as tall as Kenny, and ten- Kenny is not as. <laughs> he is by no He's means a, a small man. I'm- yeah, guys, we didn't hear from Alex Jackstone or the Tickle Monster, who, by the way, I don't know if anyone caught it, was sitting on a giant hand chair. Ew. <laughs> oh. Ew. I didn't Wait, notice I, that. I'm like deep diving on this daughter now. I I, I don't. Well, she could be 10. No. Marcy, I don't know. She's not. I don't know. But wouldn't that suck? Because like, here we are. 
we're talking about her body <laughs> and she's 10. And then that's going to be like a whole season of us being like, yeah. you're not. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> a whole season of Kenny's bachelor just being like your daughter's not. Ten. He's too protective of her. I just don't. Like, I just think, to- well, I mean, I don't know if he needs, I, I would love to watch him be the bachelor, but um, I just like him a lot. I don't know. If they're ruining their lives anyway. Might as well go do it for me. <laughs> I loved when he was like, I know you guys are, uh, all said that you were sick of hearing it and seeing all this stuff between me and Lee, but try living in it. <laughs> <laughs> I know he had so many good, good little zings. You did a the great night. job. Um, and then is there anything that we want to talk about with Rachel? Um, I know that they were like, Dean was like, my dad's some kind of Sikh. Like whenever he... Oh, a Sikh of some sort? He doesn't. I was like, he doesn't know. <laughs> a Sikh of some well, sort? They, yeah, I guess. But yeah, I think Rachel handled the night great. Oh, yeah. I, to your point before and like her and how she interacts with the men. Um, I... Uh, she she was it felt like she was trying to convince us so hard. She's like, I know you guys didn't see me on crying on camera, but I swear I cried before an hour before I said goodbye to Dean and after I said goodbye to Dean. Yeah. Oh, the best was that shade. So they had the bloopers and she's eating chips and she was like, mm, salty, just like when Josiah had to go <laughs> or just like Josiah when he was sent home. Oh, she had man. like the biggest shade at Josiah. Was yeah. Awesome. I don't remember when she sent Josiah home. What happened then? Uh, he was. It was just like random. Definitely salty. Well, he yeah. sent her home and she, I don't know what he said to her when they were leaving, but in his like interview afterwards, he said that she had bad judgment. Yeah. He, he played He's the not like, wrong. <laughs> she really does. <laughs> oh, and Matt. Okay, guys. What a sleeper hit. I think I'm in love with Matt. I know. He's so attractive. Wait, who's Matt? Exactly. <laughs> Matt's the guy that Rachel was like, everyone's always asking who's Matt. And she's, but she's he like, you made it to the, made final, it to the six. final six for a reason. It wasn't random. Like, I loved my time with you. Oh, I don't, is he the guy who was like, looks like an every dude? He's like an every dude. He's yeah. kind of balding. He came out in the penguin suit. Oh, right, right, She right. cried so hard when she said goodbye to him. And everyone yeah. was like, wait, what? <laughs> was like, who? She, she cried the hardest saying goodbye to him. And he was, didn't he say she had bad judgment too? No, Matt was He said, I don't wonderful. want you to regret this. No, no that no. was Adam. That, that was dumb, Adam. dumb Adam. Oh, Adam. Adam said, oh, I just Adam. don't want you to I was you like, to trust this. me, dude. You're the guy who thinks... That any girl will be lucky to have you. I know. And every girl thinks not so much. That's Adam. We don't care about Adam. Matt is the one. She, she was bawling her eyes out. And she was like, of all the guys here, you remind me the most of me. But so therefore, like, I can't fully accept you. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, you are a mirror and I don't like flaws. <laughs> I'm leaving you. Goodbye. I mean, I don't think I could end up with somebody just like me. I really got to figure out how old Kenny's daughter is. You guys really (laughs) rock my world. Isn't that insane? He shouldn't have said she was 10. (laughs) Show us the birth certificate. We want the receipt. No, I'm not going to be a birther. (laughs) I'm not going to be a McKenzie birther. A McKenzie birther. McKenzie birther. Uh, Okay. Any other thoughts? Um, concerns I guess next week do you, I think she's gonna pick Peter and he's not gonna propose I think she's gonna pick Brian okay Brian's giving her what she wants which is a hot makeout sesh every time he sees and a proposal her. he'll propose yeah he'll propose Brian doesn't seem like that whenever her family was like they don't like we don't like him and she's like you better not say that <laughs> I'll tell you all I 
know. Right, because if they didn't like Eric, she would have been like, yeah. (laughs) You're right. Yeah, you think he's bad? (laughs) I'll trust your judgment. I'm just looking for an excuse to bring him to to whatever island we're going to. Did they not even show us if she had sex with him? What happened? They they did the fantasy suite and they they showed tossed sheets on the bed. So with just with Eric so far. Okay. So we'll so next week we will get because we ended with the tail end uh, or, or the very beginning of Peter's um fantasy suite. Mm-hmm. So next week we will start with Peter's fantasy suite. Then she'll have a fantasy suite with Brian, and then we'll go into the final two. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I'll watch. But I'll I'll start playing on my phone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, then, because then we have AFR after the final rose, and then they're on Kimmel. It's a long AFR night. is never that interesting. Though. It's never the, the it's like only, you gave us the, the, yeah. the steak this week. It's only mm-hmm. ever good if the people that ended up together aren't together anymore. Yeah, oh, like Jason Mesnick season where he literally dumped her on AFR. It and was like I want my runner up. up. <laughs> oh, that's it. we need more of that. We the, do need more of that. <laughs> I mean, that sucked, but they're still happily married. Have you guys <laughs> talked a lot about how Chris Souls is a murderer now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's so weird because nobody in the in Batch Nation like seems to acknowledge it at all. They still are on well, all our podcasts talking Pell, about it. Luke Pell made a comment. And so, and it was in support. He was just like I, like I love Chris Souls. I'm like here for anything he needs. Bail him out of jail? Yeah. Cuz I'll tell you, we haven't talked enough on Cardition it about Caitlyn being a murderer. <sighs> Dude, this was the although Caitlyn was not as egregious. Caitlyn well, wasn't drunk when she Caitlyn. Yeah, well, this she, is what she killed a woman about Caitlyn and took her body. No, I'm sorry, that was <laughs> terrible. I'm sorry, it's not a body swap. It's not a body swap. This is not a body swap. I'm so sorry. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna go to prison. I'm going to prison now. No, no. it's okay as long as this you acknowledge. I acknowledge that you, was you sort admit. of tra- that was that was transphobic, and I I, I apologize. <laughs> I really have to work. I sometimes will dip my toe into trans. Not transphobic. I'm not, but like, yeah. I'll like, I'll say some not cool things sometimes about Caitlyn Bruce. That well, because it's hard because okay. I knew Caitlin's I knew not both. A person. There's yes, there's a lot of it's I complicated. Don't, Caitlyn should not be our hero for the trans community. No, no, no. Tracy Lissette is. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, well, like, let's actually focus on a po- this on a positive role model. This is what bothered me about when Caitlyn killed somebody. She, uh, uh, the fact that they were uh, murdered. Well, because um, she like very shortly after we were celebrating her on the cover of Vogue. Yeah, shortly two weeks two after. weeks after. So it was like let's celebrate this person, but by proxy, it made it seem like the person who killed was killed didn't matter. Yeah, so it was just like, well, why does this human life matter more than this human life? I I feel like. She was just like, look, the publicity trains are already coming down the tracks. Get out of the way or I mean, there's going to be more bodies. Right. It was, <laughs> I know. it was so disheartening because I wanted to, at that point, I mean, she's come out as crazy since then. But at that point, I really did want to get on board. Like I did want to celebrate it, but I was just like, there's something really dark and wrong about yeah. this right now. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Well, everyone, check out Cardition It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, talk about the murders on next talk about the murders. Um, Marcy, who was your MVP and LVP of this episode? Well, my uh, MVP, I'm going to say, was Kenny. I love Kenny. Gosh, I always I'm, do. I know. And then my LVP was Chris Harrison. I used to be in love with him, and he's really disappointed me since he got divorced. <laughs> oh, you think that's what's going on? Do you think it's a post-divorce 
fallout? I don't know. He's I just can't like, with Chris Harrison. He needs to go. He just needs to retire from this job. Who else will do it? Nick. <laughs> Nick Vial? I want Nick Vial to be the next <gasps> Chris Harrison. <laughs> That's a good idea. Nick can't talk. <laughs> They, oh, yeah, I mean, they would be like, what do I know, do? And Nick will be like, I don't know. <laughs> I got to say, he's a pretty supportive improviser. Oh, we have, have you performed with him? I I coached his, or I gave notes for his like class show. Oh, shut up. Oh, shut yeah. up. He, and he is supportive. Yeah, great. That's so great. Of course he is because he <laughs> wants to be a famous person. He doesn't want to find. I can't believe I how many times he was on The Fucking Bachelor <laughs> because he wanted to actually just be a famous person. Oh, yeah. He doesn't want to fall in love with anyone. That's crazy. He's I'm trying to cool. be an actor. I mean, fine. He can take Chris Harrison's job. He I just, would love He's going to need a vocal takes, coach. Yeah, he needs dictate like diction lessons and stuff. Wait, was this a we 101 class? Uh-huh. Awesome. Oh my god! I didn't teach his class. You're he blowing my mind. Were the other people in the show like intimidated? You could. They had like been around him long enough that okay. Yeah, <gasps> I, I would been, literally. I, I would have had he, to drop out. But he <laughs> was supportive and like cool. That's like he awesome. like helped out when they like because it was like you know one on ones are never like that strong. So like right. he was like trying to be like you're in a bar like he was like doing stuff to oh, like, yeah. building the world well wow. i gotta say in his season they did like a they did an improvised like breakup and i was and we were like you're straight manning the scene <laughs> yeah like there are a couple times yeah. where the girl would be like you're gonna tell me in front of all of these people that uh you didn't call me fat and he'd be like why are they all in our living room <laughs> why are all these people in our he's living doing room a, he's doing a lot of unnecessary labels but i appreciate his trying I know. <laughs> okay well shouts to nick for being a supportive improviser i love that. i love that oh man oh, okay so happy you can have chris's that. job <laughs> um marcy thank you so this was so much. fun thanks for having oh, me so fun okay so cardition it what days does it come out uh we release new episodes every wednesday Day. you can find it on itunes stitcher wherever you find podcasts perfect and then we've got search history every sunday it used, used to be, be franklin, franklin at 11 p.m. p.m it's very late but it's a very fun show it's, oh, such it's awesome. a fun show you guys the premise is they they a willing participant from the audience shows the history their search history on their phone and it's always <laughs> embarrassing but it's always delicious <laughs> it was great and we had a really good one this week she was just like a, a uh, an oncologist, oncology nurse. Oh my god! She's like a nice, good person. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love when it's just like normal people yeah. up there. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Shows. Thank you so much. Thanks, Thanks for having Marcy. me. Bye. 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 Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back next week. What's a creative podcast network?